0: Welcome back to the podcast, Conversations with Jeff Bucknum. Jeff Bucknum is the lead pastor of teaching and vision at Harvest Bible Chapel in Chicago. And um, we're going to have a conversation today. You don't sound like Tommy. No. Yeah, I. Tommy never introduced himself, and I didn't either. I'm Wesley. He
1: does introduce himself I'm f- every week. He says, I'm, I'm Tommy Kreitz. He didn't used to. Kreitz, Kreitz. You'd have to. Kreitz. It's Kreitz, right? Kreitz, yeah. Not Kreitz. Mm-hmm. Kreitz. How does EU make the I sound? Ask Germany. That's
0: ridiculous. I don't. All right. I don't understand. Um, See,
1: if I said all right, it's not
0: A-L-R-E-U-T. In Germany, it probably is. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, we're going to have a conversation today. But before that, I have a story okay. about you and I. I don't know if you know. All right. Um,
1: i'm it's probably true wesley i oh no it is true no I mean I'm, it's
0: probably true I don't know it I'm oh that's you I'm hoping that it is um as entertaining as I think it is okay it could just be like wow, yeah that happened Hit so me. once upon a time you came to harvest and no one really knew you or who you were and everyone thought that you ate people like the lady in Hansel and Gretel <laughs> I'm just kidding um but like everyone kind of tiptoed around your office yes they remember this it was like oh don't disturb him don't don't go in there he might eat you i mean he won't like you know whatever there was a
1: cultural assumption at harvest that you're not supposed to go walking by the Yep, they even call it the executive executive suite suite. here Yep, which is kind of funny to me
0: yeah you don't want to you don't want to mess up the lord's work you know. Well, there's a stairway in the middle of
1: what was called the executive suite that goes directly down to the third floor, and uh, it's like the stairway to heaven from down there. Yes. That you don't you don't ascend. You do not ascend. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, well, not well a, they, you didn't. They didn't before. at times, but yes. now it, it's ascended quite frequently now.
0: Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. There's no one ever there. No. <laughs> so, anyways, back then you were officing there, and the word got around that you were like, please just come by like the doors open. Like people are afraid of me and it's weird. So just come hang out. And, uh, Eli Moore and I were like, Oh, we should go say hi, hang out. We don't know this guy. Maybe he, you know, lives in a house made of candy, but I don't know. Just going to keep going with the Hansel and Gretel. We left breadcrumbs so we could get back. And do how
1: many people do you think are listening right now? Even know remember this story of Hansel and Gretel? I don't. Okay, yeah. I just think it's awesome right now that you're making a reference to something (laughs) that almost everybody has no idea. Pretty obscure. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, um, yeah, the breadcrumbs are behind us, and we march onward uh, through uncharted territory. We see you in the hallway. You're coming out. You're either coming out of your office or you're in the hallway or something. You weren't where we thought you'd be, and you were like. Hey, uh what's up and we were like we are just coming to, you know, hang out and prove that we're not afraid of you. And you were like, "Oh, just just come with me. I'm going to go uh see my daughter in HCA." And we were like, "Okay, sure." So we go. We're walking down the like crazy cuz the Elgin building mm. where there's offices and HCA is quite confusing. But you had this magical path that took us right I where we it. it's the only way I
1: actually at that point knew how to go anywhere. That <laughs> yeah. was the only way. If I had gone any other direction, I wouldn't have been able to figure it out.
0: Yeah. So we're following you. We're just talking like, hey, like, you know, I, what do you do? And you're like, well, I'm a pastor. I'm like, oh, okay. So we keep going. We get, get down to the HCA and you, your daughter is sitting. She was in sixth grade at the time when you first got here? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so she, it's like, oh my gosh, dad, like, lunchtime, it's amazing, you know. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> you were like, hey guys, uh, if you want to just sit with us, that's great. And we were like, uh, okay, sure, we we had never met your daughter. We'd never met any of these sixth grade girls. And then, uh, Ela and I kind of look at each other, and then we look up, and you were gone. And you had gone to get lunch, yeah, like in the line with yeah. your daughter. We didn't know that. And so then... You thought that I had just ditched you. We looked back at each other again, and there's two adult males sitting at a table of sixth grade <laughs> girls. <laughs> and we were like, this looks really weird. Yeah. And we were like trying to make conversation with them, but also not a lot so that we didn't get, you know, Arrested. the police yeah. called. Yeah. So then... I, like, am kind of just, like, looking around and, like, one of the, like, lunch chaperones kind of, like, sees us and just, like, drops whatever they were doing. It walks and walks directly s- to you. Yeah. Slowly comes over. And the... Some of the girls were like, oh, hi. You know, whatever their name is. Uh, we we have... We made some new friends. <laughs> and she says, I see that. Uh, who... What's going on and we were like um uh we we um pastor jeff was here and we and praise god you were checking out and yeah. you could see you from and we're, he's right there and um it um he told us to come here and we're gonna leave now <laughs> so it and then you came back and then i don't remember and you didn't after. we just blacked out no nah, you didn't leave you guys stayed. I remember you. Stayed we there. hung out. Yeah, but it, that's awesome, though. I'm glad that I put <laughs> you in an awkward position. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. Sort of. Yeah. Made for a good. There's story. lots of little
1: cultural pieces here at uh, here at the Old Harvest that uh, I still I still have to get used to some some things like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do think it's cool that I can go and visit my my daughter and oh, great. her Friends at yeah. lunchtime, but I mean, I haven't done it very frequently. I haven't done it uh, recently. Yeah, but. I will. I'm planning on doing it
0: more. Well, she listens to this podcast, so she yeah. I heard, wonder. She yeah.
1: <laughs> well, I have to now. I've tried to make a point of wander, like of uh, asking permission to wander around the school to say yes. So I always ask when I go in there, but then they're always like, "Why are you asking?" And I'm like, "Well, because I think it's weird that mm. adu- an adult man yeah. that." is just wandering around the hallways and not every kid
0: there knows who I am. So it's like, yeah, yeah, well, I I mean, but you become a norm for them. Most of the, there's another adult man. who's just (laughs) wandering around. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the staff know, but they have no idea who I am or Eli or Wesley. You make everything go. That's what you
1: need to tell people. I, I make everything go. I make things look, I make it work.
0: I make it work. Yeah. I, yeah, it's like that's going and that's evident because of that thing. But it may not be going. But I just see that. thing. So
1: Wesley, uh, if I were sitting in the executive suite, which I yeah. don't, I don't. No. Nope. But if I were sitting mm-hmm. in there, would you be afraid to walk in now? No, I wasn't afraid
0: before. Yeah. But would you like having the circumstance? Maybe. Really? No, I'm just kidding. No, you not at all. Be afraid at all? No. I'm approachable. I think. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Yes. We we actually remember. I remember specifically. I don't know who we is, me and the voices. Yeah. Um, When you first came, there was a point you were, like, working on your sermon downstairs, like, in the offices with all, like, just everybody. Yeah. You're just sitting at the table with everybody else. Yeah. And everyone's like, what is going on? Like, yes. this is profoundly different from other people who, like, liked their, you know, that's not a problem. They just, like, their privacy. Yeah. So we were like, wow. That's cool.
1: Well, I didn't have a desk. I haven't had my own desk uh, until I came here for like 26 years, 25 years. So I'm not really accustomed to sitting in an office alone. So when I am sitting in an office alone, my office actually here, for those of you who don't don't know, has never actually been much of an office. It's, It's actually laughable because I don't. I don't put it, didn't put anything in the office. I put no. a few scarce books that people had given me, and yep. so it's actually quite sad when you walk into my office. You look at the shelves and you're like, "Does anyone live here?" Yeah, uh, and the answer is no. Nope. nobody lives there. So now my office is uh, apparently a meeting place for other people.
0: It's true. I saw people. in Yeah, there and people I was meet like, there wow. all the
1: time. It still has my name on the door, but mm. they've learned that I don't use it and. Don't think it matters if anyone uses it. It's t- caught on, which you is should, fine. Should I rig couldn't, it. With, couldn't care less. Rig it with traps. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're listen. Yeah, I'm actually a little excited today because uh, the person we're going to talk to, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't like me giving her nicknames, which I give her a lot of.
0: I you said McSquizzy the other day. I
1: call her. It's, I asked her one time if her her name's Izzy Madrid. Mm-hmm. And I asked her the other day if her uh if anyone gave her nicknames since she's a because like if where I'm from, Izzy would have everybody would have given a thousand nicknames, mm-hmm. you know? And she said no. Which I thought was weird. Mm. So I decided I'd make up for lost time. Yeah. So I'm trying to give her different nicknames whenever I see her and I think it's gotten to the point where she's a little upset about it. It could be. Yeah. Yeah. I've been told she shared shared her frustrations with
0: others. It so. could be the residual It won't stop what I'm doing, but it's still going <laughs> it, to Yeah. It could be residual Hansel and Gretel effect. Yeah. <laughs> Just tie it that is. up there. It is. Yeah. Well, uh we're excited to talk to Izzy Madrid. I don't know her title. She works in Harvest Kids. She is uh, I think director of Harvest Kids at the Pre- Rolling Meadows campus. Vice president, something to that effect. Yeah. yeah. But We're going to have a conversation. And by we, I mean you. And we're going to get into it right now. Let's go.
1: So I'm sitting here with Izzy Madrid. Izzy, yeah. it's Isabella.
2: Yeah, so my full name is actually Maria Isabella. One one name, first wait, wait, name.
1: Well, so why wouldn't you go by Maria?
2: I, I don't know. I've never gone by it. Why? No, it just didn't seem like the thing to do.
1: Do you like the name Maria?
2: No. <laughs>
1: really? I think your name's beautiful. I think Maria Isabella is a beautiful name. Thank you. Yeah, so you could go by that. You know some people go by like Mary Grace or a lot of catholic kids yeah. Mary Grace, Mary very, Elizabeth that kind of thing. You should go catholic, by Very
2: catholic, very southern.
1: You should go by Mary Izzy.
2: All right, I'll think about it. Okay, thanks. I'll get back to you.
1: <laughs> um how long have you been here at Harvest?
2: Like working or attending? Sure.
1: First, both, but but the first one, attending.
2: Attending. I've been here since I was nine, and I'm 24. So somebody who's better at math can do that for me.
1: Okay, 15 years.
2: Yep. Sure.
1: So you <laughs> and and you've worked at Harvest for how long?
2: A little over two years now.
1: And what have you been doing once you've been working here?
2: Oh gosh, I've been in Harvest Kids, but I've done everything. Okay, list sun. all the things that you've done. Uh, when I first started, I got hired like super part time to run a kids camp in the summer for 6 weeks and that was it and then after that summer ended i got hired on full time and so then i did weekend stuff i prepped curriculum i at one point we launched a vertical kids ep and i helped with that and did
1: Are you musical? No. Oh, so no. just administrative.
2: I am the odd one out of my friend group. I'm not just even don't close. Like, okay. No. Uh, yeah, just admin and creative in other ways.
1: Yes, but now you basically run our our Harvest Kids. Yeah. Here at the, I mean, you. It's that's not by design. You don't. We're we're looking for somebody who is a full like the full time yep. pastor slash director of Harvest Kids here. Yes. So but if
2: you're looking for a job, in the meantime,
1: you're doing it.
2: Yeah, that is indeed what I do.
1: Yeah, it's what we do at Harvest. We find people to do jobs and we don't pay them for it. <laughs> and then we we put them in there and say, "Don't worry, it, it, it won't take very long." And then 2 years later, you're like, "So is anyone going to any No, 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 now. just around the corner. Yeah. Just around the corner. <laughs>
2: We're looking any day yeah. now."
1: Um so where are you from? Where, where's your What would you call your hometown?
2: Hometown I would say Palatine, Illinois. Really? Yeah.
1: You're from just down the street.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I spent the first nine, ten years of my life in Crystal Lake and then moved on over here.
1: Born, what hospital were you born at? In what town?
2: Alexian Brothers in Elk Grove.
1: I don't know where Elk Grove is.
2: I'm really the challenge? Is that that the one by the
1: mall? Is Elk Grove by the mall? Down at the Woodfield, just south of the vault. Okay, okay. Now I know. I remember <laughs> seeing a big. I know things about where things are in Chicago by the big, uh, the big water tower balls. They oh, can yes. see the names on yep. on them. So I remember seeing one like that somewhere off a freeway. But you didn't live in Elk Grove. You just had a. You just were born there. Just born there. And then Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. And why did why did your family move from Crystal Lake?
2: Uh my parents got divorced and oh. so my mom's sister lived out this way and my dad's family lived in the city, so we just kinda migrated closer to family.
1: Okay. All right. So you were but let me figure this out. You were born in nineteen ninety nine.
2: Yep. Good math.
1: Wow. You're one year older than my son. Is you could be my daughter.
2: That's true. It's
1: really awkward now because <laughs> I'm really old. No, it's okay. No, I'm not used to it because I'm used to talking to people and thinking to myself, "Oh, you just like my little sister," but now it's not like that anymore. It's like, it's like oh my gosh, this person is basically the age of my kid. Yep. So, yeah, you that you have that to look forward to. That'll be fun <laughs> for you. Um, is he? When you were growing up, did you were you like into sports or uh, yeah. were you into? Um, well, you said you're not into music, but did you have other kinds of interests?
2: I was a big sports kid. Okay. Yeah, I played soccer and I ran, and that was like my whole personality.
1: What was your position in soccer?
2: Played midfield.
1: Okay. What kind of midfield? You're kind of a attacking midfield, or do you prefer to be like breaking up the play on defensive midfield? I
2: just prefer to be attacking. Okay. Yeah. Like you know. score some goals. Yeah.
1: Do you play anymore?
2: No, and I can't say that I run anymore either. I'm very. Why not? I'm a washed up athlete these days. At 24.
1: <laughs> Gl- glory days are behind you yeah. oh, back when it's i was all, 14 I was
2: it's all downhill from here
1: um it kind of is so I, oh, that's good um are you so you were playing soccer did you have a really good team
2: yeah i did and then was it just
1: school teams or did you play on like a, a special travel soccer just team like
2: rec soccer you okay. know, nothing crazy and then i realized that i was a lot better at running than i was uh, at soccer
1: but what was the best goal you scored in soccer did you ever score goals? I did. Okay. Best goal ever.
2: Um, I remember it was an earlier game in my career, so to say.
1: We'll call it a career. Yeah. yeah. Good.
2: And uh, it was pouring rain. And I was like, I'm going to score this goal. Yeah. And then How I How far did. out? Not that far out.
1: Okay. So it was in the in the box there. Yeah. yeah. You know,
2: my eyesight's already really bad. So like, I need to be close to got be it. accurate. You're like,
1: oh, there's the goal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm it's in like, it.
1: Dude, you hit I it. I got it. Was it in the corner? Did you sh- hit it in the corner, or do you remember hitting it in the, like? Corner, yeah. always. Yeah, and you just wrapped it in. Yep. Nice. So when you scored that goal, were you, as your little kid, were you, were you guys the types to run to the corner flag, and everyone jumps on you, or was it sort of like, yeah, I scored a goal, and then um, you turn around and go to the middle? Yeah, okay. I'm
2: a very, like, I don't show much emotion, okay. so I'm just like, all right, all right. on to the next.
1: No, well, that's good. Um, did you ever win a championship with your soccer team?
2: Our indoor team was really good. And Ooh, we indoor won. soccer.
1: That's actually a lot of fun.
2: It's a lot of fun. I yeah. prefer it, to be honest.
1: It is. but Well, it surprises me for somebody who likes to run. It's that just, You don't really run that much in indoor soccer. It's more of a off-the-wall post-up kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, you
2: never know what's going to come.
1: Yeah, I really like indoor soccer. Do they have leagues and stuff around here? I'm sure they do. Oh, but not, yeah.
2: I'm sure there's a league for your age. So how
1: would you... <laughs> Yeah, it's much old old men. The old men's league, where they have to, where they say, everybody, get back in defense here," and the guy has to wait till everyone's on defense before he can bring the ball forward. That's what they do with old men. It's basketball and soccer and stuff. Because if if they didn't do that, they'd be like, "Look, this is basically just these two guys who are more fit than everybody else scoring all the points. So why don't we just
2: even the playing field a little
1: little bit?" Yeah. Um, so you started running. What was your what was your running uh, specialty? You had like distance? No. No, you no. didn't like. So if I told you right now, go you are, there's a marathon. Would you ever like run a marathon?
2: Oh, yeah. During COVID, I really got into the long runs and oh. would just go for a while. On the road
1: or in the forests? I or? was
2: living in Virginia at the time. So we had a lot of trails through the woods and that were pretty. So I just kind of would go and then I'd look down at my watch and be like oh I'm eight miles in I should probably turn around
1: what's that like to be able to <laughs> run and then one time look at your watch and think oh I'm eight miles," because <laughs> I would have been about eight uh feet or so in before <laughs> I looked at my watch and said how far have I gone I
2: don't, you just kind of go but and-
1: you're good enough at it that you don't really know do you just not get tired
2: I just kind of go until I get bored to be honest really yeah
1: so is there ever a point when you when you've been running where you you're thinking i'm I'm tired, like yeah. my legs hurt, yeah, or my back hurts, or whatever,
2: and then I'm like, oh, but there's something like down the path that I can see that I should probably just get to
1: okay, that's more commitment than I would that uh, I've ever showed to any well thing in my life <laughs> uh, okay, so you ran track. I did. Okay, what were your what were your specialties in track? Like, what did what was your favorite race?
2: I loved the four hundred.
1: One time around the track.
2: One time around the track, all you got.
1: Okay. Did you ever hit the wall? Uh. Do you know what that means? No. Okay. So I must you, be a bad runner. No, you must be an amazing runner because those of us who've hit the wall, I remember when I was in high in uh, junior high school, we had to run the four hundred. Okay, and I went out. And it was like, well, this is one time around the track. How hard could it be? And so you start running, and like you're running as fast as you possibly can. But, um, I know this might surprise you, but I, I'm not a great runner. <laughs> and I, get, I got about halfway around the track, and then I, re, I hit. People said, "Oh, you hit the hit the wall where your legs sort of start. They they're moving, but you can't feel them." And you're thinking to yourself, "I can't." I can't, it's like a dream. Sometimes you have a dream and you're thinking, I'm putting out all my energy and I'm barely moving. That's what it was like. I've never experienced anything like it in my life. And uh, everybody ran right by me. And that was the end of my running career.
2: <laughs> did you at least cross the finish line? Or?
1: I think I did, but I was so far behind. It was like a, one of those relay things. I was so far behind that my teammates didn't even look at me. They were so upset.
2: Yeah, I believe it.
1: Yeah, because I was. I think I was the lead off or something, and we had lost before we began. <laughs> um, but you ran uh, – did you did you do the relays as well?
2: Yeah, I did. Okay, and-
1: your favorite was individual or relay?
2: Um, I loved relays because – like if I had an off day, I at least had somebody else to rely on to pick up where I left yeah, off, yeah, but were you fast, yeah, yeah,
1: like did you get past much or ever? no, or did you do the passing?
2: I either passed or was stayed rarely,
1: wow, passed. that's pretty impressive. were you the uh, the final leg of the relay?
2: I was always first or third, okay, yeah.
1: Okay. Why? What's the, like? What's the theory about the relay?
2: I'm honestly not sure. Um. Obviously,
1: your coach just said you're first or third. Yeah. Okay.
2: And I never asked questions or complained. I All just right.
1: Were it. you faster than the last person in the relay?
2: No, the last person is usually your usually the your fastest.
1: But you were fast enough to be probably the second fastest because that's they want a good start and they want a good setup. Yep. If you're gonna lose anything, you do it on the second one. Yeah. Um. So you ran individually. Did you ever like get uh, awards? Did you win races a lot?
2: Yes. I Do you have... have
1: a room today for your parents <laughs> at your house? Do you have like a bunch of. Tr-
2: no, because it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I don't need to have it on display.
1: I Did you don't... ever. Okay. What What's your first place? Did you get yeah. like a trophy?
2: I have a lot of medals and ribbons. Okay. They're in a box somewhere in my house. I'm sure my mom has them. But all. you
1: never hung hung them up in your room. You did. it wasn't like you had a little corner that was the the Izzy Madrid glory glory corner.
2: No, I don't like to show many things off, if okay. anything.
1: All right. Does it bug you when other people do?
2: Show off about themselves? Yeah. yeah. By all means, do what you want. Okay. Teach their own, as they say.
1: Okay. So how old were you when you stopped runners at school through high school?
2: I went all the way through high school at one point in my life. I thought I would run in college and then I tore my hamstring my senior Ouch. year Ouch! and I was like, I, I think I'll be done
1: You did it while you were racing or did you do all your practicing?
2: I did it while I was racing. Oh And I was like, let me just finish this race and then I can talk about it later
1: You kept going
2: I did and then I ran another race later in that meet
1: with a ripped hamstring
2: Yeah, and I was like, I'll be okay
1: Wow, that's uh, that's some guts. I'm assuming you didn't do very well in the second race because it wasn't my like, best. It's like,
2: no, it wasn't not a, my best.
1: The hamstring is an important part <laughs> of running. So how how long was that the end of your like running career basically? With yeah. your spring. I was. Because what year was it? Senior. It year? was my senior year.
2: Okay. And at that point, I had no idea what I was doing for college. So I was like, I think I'll be. I'm done here.
1: Okay. Did you grow up in a like a, f- a home, faithful home, or a Christian home? Yeah, or is it...
2: my parents, I grew up going to church. I. What did, kind
1: of what churches did you go to? Do you remember? Went, was it a whole bunch of them or just Harvest or those kinds?
2: I went to one small Baptist church before coming to Harvest. Okay. And it was like very small, started in a high school, and then we moved to a building in the middle oh, wow. of the cornfields. Really? Yeah. Okay. And. You know, the student men was everybody together the whole time. Yeah. And then. A lot
1: of flannel graph. No, yeah. they're probably not in your age.
2: We, I remember some flannel, flannel
1: graph. Flannel graph was a thing, man.
2: We still do it here sometimes. We do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course
1: we do. <laughs> flannel graph's the best.
2: And then moved to harvest. And so I really don't know anything different. So
1: you are in the youth ministry at Harvest? Yeah. Okay. What was the best part of the youth ministry at Harvest when you were going? What was the thing that you liked the most?
2: I loved camp. I still love camp. Camp Harvest. Camp Harvest. Loved it so much I decided to work there.
1: Really? So how how uh what did you love about Camp Harvest when you were a camper?
2: It was just like Disney World. It was the equivalent of Disney World to me. Like no distractions, you're just with your best friends for a whole week. Like Okay. What more could you want?
1: Well, you want you want it not to be five hours away is what I would think you want. <laughs> I love that. Did you? Did you guys <laughs> like the bus ride and everything? And yeah, because the whole thing was a massive experience was, getting yeah. Up there. Yeah,
2: you get up early, you get on the bus, and then you come home five days later, and you're stinky and exhausted, and it was great.
1: Did you want to? Uh, did did you want to do kids ministry even at that point, or youth minister? Is that something like when you finished high school that you were thinking about?
2: No, not in a million years. What today, did you want to do? Well, I studied business in college. You did? I did. What college? I went to Liberty University. Why? Um, funny story. I'm I had, not
1: saying that mean wise. No. I just realized that sounds like
2: why. <laughs> I didn't actually know what Liberty was when I applied. Okay. I was like, I might as well apply to one Christian school.
1: Just. What were the other ones that you applied to?
2: I only applied to two colleges, Texas Christian and Liberty University. Okay.
1: Why TCU?
2: I wanted to be in the South. I wanted a big school. And and then I was like, I'll apply to a Christian school just to say that I did. Okay. And then I went and worked at camp. And like a couple weeks, maybe like six weeks into camp, I called my mom. And I was like, I don't think I want to go to TCU anymore. I think I need to go to Liberty. And I need you to figure out my housing and my classes.
1: Wow. Was it because of somebody you met there or did people go to Liberty or it just a vibe that you had?
2: It was just like this gut feeling that I was like, TCU is not for me. And I didn't have any other options at that point, And I was not about to stay at home. So I was like,
1: had you visited either of these places?
2: I visited TCU like three times. Okay. Cause I was like committed. I was committed. Okay. I thought that's where I was going to be. Yeah. Liberty. No. And you have never been to Liberty. No. It was just like a whim. I was like, okay, great. A big Christian school, sure. I'll use that as a backup.
1: Yeah. And then sight unseen, you call mom and say, I'm going to Virginia. Yeah. All right. So. So uh, you headed out there. How many years did you work at camp?
2: I worked at camp for two summers. Okay. So the. What
1: do you do when you work at a camp?
2: Everything and anything. So Were you a
1: counselor or did you, do you guys have counselors or do you have like uh
2: You're. You're a lifeguard, you serve food, you clean, you lead an elective. You do all of that. The only right. thing you don't do is stay in the cabin with the students.
1: Which is kind of fun, though, that, yeah. that you don't stay with the students because you probably stay with other people your age.
2: Yeah, you stay like all the girl camp staff stay together and yeah. all the guy camp staff stay together. That's fun. It's so fun. Yeah. You wake up with... A- so
1: <laughs> So the camp is in a place called New Ego, yes. Michigan. By the way, I went to a... I don't know if I've probably shared this on this podcast before, but I when I was in... First time I went to the camp, we went into, because I was like, this is out in the middle of nowhere. So I looked on the map, and it said that there was this town called Nuego nearby. I was like, well, might as well go in there. So we went in there, and uh, there was a grocery store and a couple of restaurants, I guess, fast food places. And the grocery store uh, had high school um, hoodies from the local school. The Nuego Lions. So I have a Nuego Lion I, I thought that's the greatest thing ever in a grocery store. It's like by the checkout counter. So you at you Osco or whatever it was. So yeah, of course I did. I bought a black Nuego Lions sweatshirt that I still wear around. It makes me very happy when I wear it. People ask me, where is that? And I said Exactly. Middle of I nowhere. I don't know where it is. But yeah, it's in the middle of Nuevo. So my question is, what what do you do? In New Ego, when you're working at a camp, do you guys just stay on the camp the whole time or did you go into New Ego? Like what?
2: We didn't really have off days. Like that wasn't.
1: You couldn't go in like the evening or anything? Or you work at all. You evening? work
2: all day. You get up at like seven and then you're off like when the kids go to bed, whatever which, that is.
1: Which I'm assuming is when you're exhausted. Yeah. And you just go to sleep. You didn't have like a weekend day where you guys would hang out?
2: My first summer, I think we had one off day the whole summer. The second summer, we had off days like every seven to ten days. Okay. And so then we would make the hour trek to like Grand Rapids.
1: Oh, yeah. Because it's big city.
2: Big, big city, especially coming out of Nuego. Yeah. And so we'd get like our normal coffee or go to Target to get <laughs> stuff.
1: Target. So it starts early. Yeah. The Target. Yeah. But you loved working there.
2: I did. It was The best two summers.
1: Okay. And it kind of, did it motivate you to, you said it didn't motivate you when it went into business. So you weren't thinking, oh, I'm going to come out and do like working with kids and stuff.
2: No, I, the last thing I ever thought I would do is work with kids. Why? I I don't know. I always like would tell my mom, I was like, I'm never coming back to harvest after I graduate. Like, I'm just going to go see the world and work somewhere else. And that's exactly what I did. I came back to harvest after I graduated. Well, (laughs) no, you went to,
1: you went to Virginia. Yeah. Tell me why Liberty's a great college. And also then tell me why Liberty's not the place for other people. Oh, well, I just want the good and bad. For yeah.
2: Olivia. I loved Liberty for myself because I just, there was so much to do and you're in the middle of the mountains and my best friends are all from college. Like, yeah, I have never met anybody like any of those people and we stay in touch all the time and we have reunions because all my friends get married every yeah. single summer. Um, And it was just the best place. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're
1: 24. I was gonna say Um, when Christian in the Christian world, I guess I'd say that everyone's like, I'm getting married when I'm 21 and 22, especially the women.
2: The summer after I graduated college, I had 12 weddings. Oh my word! This year I have six.
1: So I hope you. uh, What? Oh, that's amazing.
2: I'm still working my way through my list. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say. So, um, do you have to travel back to Lynchburg to go to these weddings?
2: I've traveled all over. Nobody's gotten married back in Lynchburg.
1: So, who goes to Liberty? people who go to Liberty, are they from all over the place, or are they mostly from that area?
2: A lot of people are from, like, the southeast. Okay. But, I mean, my friends are from Jersey and Pittsburgh and Texas, and they're from everywhere.
1: Why'd you choose business?
2: Um, I just wanted a degree that I could get a solid job with after and wanted to be done fast.
1: What was the solid job that you wanted to do?
2: I thought I would work in like some creative firm in their marketing department.
1: Okay. So is that your, is it just a straight business degree or is there like a business marketing or business? My degree is
2: digital marketing and advertising. Okay. So you do
1: some of that here.
2: I do some of it. Less now than I was a couple months ago, but
1: okay. Do you still think that that's the thing that you want to get yourself into at some
2: point? I'm sure at some point. I'm very much like I don't know what I want to do with my life still, and I think I'll have ten careers in my lifetime just because I'm. It's
1: kind of more common now.
2: I want to try it all.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like the idea that somebody would get finished college and go and work for an ad agency for the next forty years—it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. So people oftentimes will do dozen things yeah. in their life. Oh, I worked at UPS for a while as this person, and then I was a church guy, and then I went to some other place. Yeah. yeah. We'll so see. you came, but you came back to Harvest, and you just started part time because you didn't have anything else to do.
2: Yeah. So I graduated during COVID, and
1: okay. What was the, by the way, what was it like at Liberty at at COVID? What was the year you graduated? 20- 2020. Oh, you did. So like the when it hit.
2: Yes, I came home from spring break with my friends and then we all started doing school online together in our house and then I graduated in my house on some random Tuesday morning.
1: And they had what was it like a Zoom?
2: We didn't even do that. We had no graduation ceremony or anything. So it was
1: just like an email, <laughs> like an email congratulations. <laughs> Pretty much. You here's here's an attachment for your degree. Yep. Don't ta- don't share it with anyone cuz you, six feet.
2: I didn't even buy a cap and gown. I was like, this is pointless. Wow.
1: Do you know, I have a f- funny, I have a similar kind of experience. Uh, when I got my doctorate, I got a, it was mailed to me. My degree was mailed to me. And I was, so we had this big open office at my church. And so I was sitting at my open my desk. And it was on a Friday. And you know, in church work, people don't, they really only work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was on Friday, and there was, like, I don't know, a handful of people there. And I was, I just sat there and, and held, I felt like I, I stood up and I said, I feel like I need to sell this to somebody. Uh, this is my doctoral degree. and They were like, oh, well, that's nice. Yep. And then they went back to doing their stuff. I thought, wow, that sucks. Yep. <laughs> it was just felt like really anticlimactic. <laughs> but, yeah, so you had the same experience, or similar, even worse, because it was just, sitting there on a Tuesday, you get your degree.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I like woke up to the lawn people mowing our lawn. And I was like, Oh, I should take my final. And then I did and I was done. And that was that. And I was like, you guys want to go on a walk? Because that's all you can do during COVID is walk.
1: So you graduated during COVID. Was that, I mean, it would have been kind of hard to get a job during that time.
2: Yeah. So I had interned the summer before my senior year at a hospitality company back here in Chicago.
1: Hospitality company, what does that mean?
2: Um, they supply anything and everything to hotels and Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I was working, I was interning as a marketing intern that summer before and then they extended my internship through the school year. Yeah. So I was working for them remotely and I was like, "Oh, I'll have my job yeah. lined up." uh uh-uh. And then because they're a hospitality industry during COVID, oh, they got killed. Yeah. And they're like, we can't actually hire you. And I was like, okay.
1: So now you're kind of left without any leads.
2: Yep. And at the same time I was interning there, I was also a physical therapy assistant. And
1: why? Wait, what? (laughs) How did you get into physical therapy assistant? Isn't that that something you need training for? Or do they just be like, yeah, just show up, we'll show you what to do?
2: They train you when you're there. Okay. And so I was working that in my intern and I was doing school and Again, healthcare during COVID. They were like, we can't keep you on board anymore. And I was like, okay. So. So you went home? No, I stayed in Lynchburg because I was like, all of my friends are still here. Yeah. Why would I leave and go home and sit in my house? And it was Chicago during COVID. Like, it was crazy. And Lynchburg is the middle of nowhere and nobody cared. Yeah. And so I stayed. I found a job at a coffee shop making seven twenty-five an hour. And. I just hung out with my friends for another six months, and then I moved six home. Six months. Yeah. That's
1: great. So then you moved home, and you had to figure out what you're going to do with your life. Yep. And w- I'm trying to figure out why Harvest uh, Kids Ministry. If, if for somebody who just was like, I don't know, I don't really want to be involved in kids ministry. I've got a business degree. Yeah. How'd you end up getting involved in doing what you're doing now?
2: So one of my best friends... Her mom was the director of Harvest Kids at the time, and she was like, "Here, you're looking for a job," and I was like, "This is true." And so she brought me on board, and that started my part time.
1: And then you ended up getting. Do you like it?
2: I do. You kind of have to say that now,
1: don't you? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell me the truth later, is it? (laughs) Um, But you like you. I mean, you've enjoyed doing it.
2: Yeah, I've gotten to. Okay, what do you like about it? I love getting to know the families. Yeah. They're so fun. And the kids are, I mean, they're insane, but they're so funny. And it's very weird being called Miss Izzy all the time, but that's what they call me. And...
1: That, by the way, is a great nickname. Miss Izzy. No? No. It's not your best work. Miss Izzy. I like it. You could do better. Missy? Mm, No. So... So that you don't, but you still like having this experience. If I said, "Okay, Izzy, in the next fifteen years of your life?" Would it be something that you were like, you know, what I could, I could see myself involved in children's ministry. I kind of am telling you this because, or asking you this because there's an opening in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is this my official interview. But Izzy,
1: I got to tell you that I didn't know who you were uh, or your name when I obviously when I got here and then I sat in some meetings and stuff and this Izzy girl's name came up repeatedly, always in positive, always in a positive sense. Like, Oh, she's a rock star. She's fantastic. We need to help make sure that Izzy's taken care of. We need to make sure that Izzy sticks around for a while. Izzy, 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 Izzy. And then I got to know you and I, I understand why they said all those things because you are very good at what you do. But I'm as a pastor. Sometimes you see someone who's got some gifting And you're like, oh, this might not be what you thought about when you were going to college, but you're really good at it. Thank you. So, and you seem to like it. Is it something that you would consider in the future?
2: I don't know. I hold everything with an open hand and, you know, you never know what's going to come next. And you never know in your 20s, the world feels like your oyster.
1: Do you want to travel? I mean, if you uh, now, I mean, you still have that kind of desire to go out and to be d- doing something in some other place?
2: Yeah, I honestly would love to work overseas okay. for an extent. Um, in college, I did this thing called Secret Church with David. Platt. Yeah, yeah. And so that has kind of just sparked this thing in me where I'm like, I like the world is so much bigger than me.
1: It is. It is. So that's great. Any particular place?
2: No. <laughs> I'm like spin a globe, I'll go anywhere. Just tell me where.
1: That's great. You're like Walter Mitty. Do you know that movie? Do you ever see that the Secret Life of Is it Secret Life of Walter Mitty? Anyway, it's basically about a guy who's bored in his job and finally ends up kind of spinning a globe and deciding he's gonna go <coughs> try to adventure and see the world. So, I just told you the movie. It's. I'll check you, it. Off you off don't my list. need to. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not like Sixth Sense where there's a twist at the end. Okay. It's
2: I haven't seen that either.
1: Really? He's dead. Okay. Now you don't need to see it. <laughs> Great. Um Right. So your dreams for yourself now are just really open.
2: Yeah. I
1: Is this a kind of approach to life that you've learned or is it something you've decided to come to? Like the cuz things just haven't worked out the way that you thought they would anyway, so why get too planny?
2: Yeah, I think I've always been a very go with the flow kind of, you know. I'm okay with anything that happens and then covid just kind of made it even more apparent that I'm like I'll do
1: anything. That approach uh after I mean I've lived overseas uh for a lot of years and that approach toward missions and to working is hugely positive. Not a lot of people have it. I've always said that people who want to get involved in like ministry elsewhere <laughs> the like flexibility is the number one thing. Cause you know, you make this massive plan. We're going to go there. We're going to live in this place and we're going to get, meet the people and stuff. And it, it never turns out like what you planned. And so you kind of have to be like, yeah, we're going to make this plan, but we're totally open to whatever it is the Lord has. And we might end up doing something completely different. Yeah. So That's- the fact that you already have that is pretty, um, uh, would make you really good at it. We'll see. Okay. We will see. <laughs> Well, I'm excited to see, to be honest with you, I think it's I think it's fantastic. It's been really great, though, both talking to you now and also working with you. I'd, I don't say that uh, enough, probably, to most of the people at the church. <laughs> when I get to sit down and I talk to you like this, I want to make sure you know that Thank you've you. done a great job, and the people around here just love you very, very much. Thank you. Even though you don't have a nickname.
2: I feel like, though, back to this whole nickname thing, yeah. Izzy is a nickname, so... Yeah.
1: it is though you're right it is he it is get (laughs) it because that's so good there's a lot of dad jokes in here um yeah that that's fantastic you work really well with all your team you guys have a lot of fun here at i think you do here at rolling meadows we have so much fun at least i'm around from time to time there's always donuts
2: yeah we do have a lot of snacks all the time
1: where do they come from
2: people just bring them they do yeah
1: it's kind of crazy because every time I walk in, there's another cake there. And I'm like, why Why is there a cake here now? And they're like, ah, so-and-so brought it by.
2: I walked out of a meeting on Wednesday, and I went back to the table where I usually sit, and there was just a box of donuts, some bananas, oranges, apples, all there. All right. So you'll never go hungry. So here. anybody
1: who wants to get some food, they should come to the the uh, the Rolling Meadows campus. Yep. Elgin should learn a little bit about this. I'll be honest with you. When I've been up to Crystal Lake, does it well too. And Aurora, they've got the they got the food. And I've, every time I go into the cathedral, they got a little table down there. It's got some food going on.
2: I will say North
1: Shore needs to pick up pick up the slack a little bit with yeah. the food. No, I shouldn't say that. They have these little stuff out in the front, but. I Elgin's worked, really fallen down on this.
2: I worked at Elgin for a year and a half before switching to Meadows, and we always had snacks See, when I was there. See, maybe I'm just
1: not there at the right times. So, um, yeah. I go there, and I they have some donuts sometimes before the service, and then I sometimes walk out, and they're all gone all the time. You'd think they'd save a donut for the guy who's preaching the word, right?
2: <laughs> you need to put it aside for yourself. No, dude,
1: they're all doing me a favor. They're like, Jeff, you don't need the donut. Right, yeah, I Suddenly,
2: mean, I do see your bike in one of the offices downstairs. Yeah, you
1: know, it's been sitting there for a while. <laughs> I rode it one way, and then I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not taking it home. Ez, it has been great to talk to you. Always a pleasure. God bless you. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what the Lord does with you in your life going forward. Thank
2: you.
0: All
1: right, it's been great. Uh, the rest of you, we will catch up with you the next time.